I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. God damn it. Hey, look, it Not worked. Again. Almost. I've almost got that. Wait. Hey, there it is. Hello, follower? Oh, Sammy, perfect timing, right? It's just like. It deleted stuff. Does this still. Nope. That... Apparently, that sound effect still works. See, the, even the arrow pointed down to you. Oh, perfect. I'll just unfollow and keep refollowing throughout the stream. We <laughs> <laughs> do it. When you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God damn it. <laughs> like that. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening if you're over in, you know, like Australia. Well, that's really early in the morning. How are you doing? This is the Game on Players Up podcast. I am La Team Maker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me, as always, looking a little bit bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning, James Atkinson. That, that, that's because Baja Blast Mountain do helped. <laughs> Monster Energy coming, coming in with coffee, yeah? No, no, yeah, no, just just, just straight. It, one of these days you're just going to see just a, like me just sitting here with an IV drip of just pure caffeine into my system. I think Sammy had that once last time at rest. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably hungover. <laughs> <laughs> probably yes. <laughs> and joining me above one is on it. What your motorbike? <laughs> I do take requests. <laughs> me. I love it. <laughs> so realistic. Well, we do still have to. Um, Gotta go fast. Sanic fast. Sanic. <laughs> Where are you saying? You need to Photoshop him in the background chasing your motorbike. That involves work, though. <laughs> oh, you can literally Google Sanic PNG and then just drag it in. Oh, God damn it! Right. <laughs> and then and then put and then put uh, Will's Will's thing crap Will's head into it. <laughs> His head can be the tires. <laughs> you, yeah, you use my head to move along really fast. <clears throat> We, we still have a bean to talk about that other t-shirt idea now, don't we? Which we'll oh, get yeah, into in the a other, bit. The other t-shirt idea. 
Yep. Oh. <laughs> and joining us today, our very special guest, who we had been wanting on for the past two weeks, but we realized getting into it. It's Silly Sammy. Yo. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's no problem because what well, this is the first time you've been on Tig Rippy, isn't it? Yeah. All right. It... See you later. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been a great show. That's episode whatever this is. Have a great night, evening, it's morning. We'll talk to you next time. The really, the really quick show done. There you go. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, we did do the Tig Rippy's quickie last week, which was do a show in under an hour, which, which we, we did. If we done. did, there, 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 it would. It took effort. Actually, it just didn't take effort. It just took me not tangenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took us like no games. Okay, let's talk about this. Yeah, that, that all done. Right, that, bye. Yes, your idea, your idea, Mike. Yes, we'll talk about that in a bit, Michael. It's okay. We'll get to this, yeah. but we will be talking about some news. We'll be talking to Sammy about what you've been up to since the last time we spoke on a different podcast. Way oh, that was so long ago. <laughs> was it yeah. also four years? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was when I still lived with Cat, probably. Yeah, that was. That, yeah, it was about four. Bloody hell, time has flown. Fucking hell, yeah. Oh, I mean, oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> blue and L. <laughs> it's fine, you can, you can swear. You can swear. This is, this is rated not for, not, not for families, but. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, I love the Sanic. Up. Sorry, I just saw Sanic <laughs> pop in. We're just gonna have pictures, random pictures, all over the screen by the end of the show. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, so he's like further down the road there, facing you. There we go. Yeah, that's better. That, that's nice. <laughs> We're going to be talking about what we've been playing and a update on uh, on Game Glass 2019 because we have had some ideas for that. Thanks, John and Bob, <laughs> which I need to sort out this weekend as well. Um, and shout outs and all the other good stuff. So why don't we get started? Lovely. Uh, I'm going to do a quick one because I know the the other one we're going to get into a bit, more. Um, but this one's more for James and smile on James's face this morning and maybe yourself Sammy um there has been an update on when Yakuza Kiwami oh yeah will be released on Steam yep and it has been confirmed <coughs> and Sega has now confirmed it as it's the 19th of February oh that's wow. soon a damn time <laughs> for around about 15 quid yeah no death def worth wow. death buy I mean, 15 bucks for that game. I'll find yeah, it. That's a bargain. It's a bargain. That's a bargain. I'll get it for free. <laughs> uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because um, because the company I work for is owned by Sega. So we get, we get a big key every year, and they give us all the new titles for free on Steam. Wow. Yeah. But it includes Football Manager, so it's like, eh, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> I know someone who would have that off your hands. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I am actually... You funny you should ask, because as I pull up my Steam to pull up to see where how much it is, uh, I look at Football Manager comes up first with 200 hours played. 
Oh, sorry, I threw shade right at you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fine. This is a strange show. We have a we have a we have a British person who likes American football. We have an American who likes English football, and um, I know I've only someone edited who just not like either. <laughs> <laughs> someone just just needs to go fast. Because <laughs> they need rings. Lots of I'm trying to find some of that vine sauce. Uh, the Legend of Sanic. Oh God, fan art. <laughs> like, be careful it's <laughs> a slippery slope yeah no like that's no no it's it's stuff he showed on his channel on youtube it's danger zone that's, but, but it's, still it's that's not safety zone that's okay we're fine <laughs> Look, yeah. i've been to some shitty sides of the internet i've seen it we've I've all been, been to some shady sides of the internet you start looking too long <laughs> and it looks back i mean there's 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 nothing there's nothing creepier than like watching awesome games done quick and them doing the Sanic block and watching all the Sanic fanboys come and speedrun games. You're just like sitting there quietly, just like, uh, guys, I don't know if we should be talking about best girl in Sanic game. I don't think Tails counts. I think you're at the <laughs> wrong <Aww>. convention. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a bit of uh, in Grand Tour. There was on. <laughs> Look, we all know best girl in Sanic is Dr. Robotnik. Of course. Have you watched any of the Grand Tour this season? I have not. Um, I didn't even know there was a new season. If, if yeah, it, it started last week. Um, they, they did the, the two-part Columbia edition um, adventure, and they go to a donkey sanctuary. Donkey place. Will knows exactly what I want about the donkeys. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say uh, Clark's the right the Columbia bit. They've been told by Amazon to go to go to a country, take a load of pictures for their new backgrounds. Because when you when you're on Amazon Prime, you pause it, you get pictures of background bits. Yeah. Right. So they've been told to go to somewhere, take pictures of animals, and they they go to a place where there's donkeys. And Clarkson takes a picture of some guy standing behind a donkey. Is it May? No, <laughs> it's one of it's one of the it's one of the uh, countrymen of the country. Oh, I I I just assume, <sighs> when you said he went to a donkey sanctuary, like three things flashed through my mind: either they're gonna do something stupid with Hammond in May with donkeys, <laughs> one, two, no. he's gonna do a fight with a producer, uh, no. and murder them because <laughs> Columbia, or three, three, exactly what you just explained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen Clarkson move so fast going, we're leaving now. We are leaving now. Not even after he yelled and punched his producer? Yeah. <laughs> it really made him go, no. That, that's not like the darker area of the internet, but we tried to stay away. Um, so yeah, so there's... <laughs> so that's that's look, that's, uh, <coughs> to look forward to? <laughs> you should watch it. You should watch season. It's quite good so far, and I'll be talking about the game in a bit as well because people want to know my reaction. But uh, the next piece of what we do want to talk about, and this is something that I, I think we all got a big opinion on. Last week, uh, there was a big charity drive uh, for the Mermaid UK, which is a charity that helps out trans youth. Okay. 
Um, so I'm going to read a bit from IGN. And yes, this is where I got the, the piece from, but it was where I found this new story, so it's easier. So uh, by Colin Stevens, it says, so Article 13, yes, we already shout them out. Uh, over the weekend, a charity stream of Donkey Kong 64 raised over $357,000 and included a guest appearance from New Congressman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Yep. The stream was held by an English YouTube personality, H. Bomber guy. Harry Brewis, uh, to raise funds for mermaids. Um, yeah, so his initial goal was to raise $500. Now, the reason it took off... Uh, what was he saying? Right, okay. Because I'm, I'm trying to look through this at the same time. So Brewis announced the stream on January 4th, saying he chose to stream Donkey Kong 16. Never beat the game as a kid. Even after playing a single save file for 60 hours... Uh, as to why Bruce picked mermaids, he said, I chose to support this charity because as a person living in Britain, I find media discussions surrounding trans in the UK, especially in its tabloids, to be woefully misinformed. Uh, so his impetus for starting the stream came after Irish comedian Graham Linham, who is the writer, uh, the creator of Black Books, criticised the British National issuing funds to mermaids or his grant going under review as a result of Linham. Uh, using the website Mumsnet to flood the British national concerned emails. So because of all this, because of a dickish move from Mr. Lennon, it exploded to what that was, to $347,000, which I think our dickish move, such a beautiful thing can happen. <laughs> so what do you guys think of this? Well, I was just, I was reading up on mermaids and what they do, and a lot of it is like support groups and like, just supporting children and families. And it's like, you know, why would you want to take that away? Like, and just, you know, so for me, I'm really happy that it blew up the way that it did. It was like really good publicity. You know, everyone loves an underdog. Yeah. And now like a lot more people are aware of the charity, whereas before I'd never heard of mermaids, you know, and now after all of this, I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's I think positive. I like it when, when news stories like this, like when somebody goes, I'm staunching. Sorry, hang on. I went. I went with the American there. I have to do the. Uh, you young <laughs> people, I don't quite understand why this whole mermaid thing is a thing. You should all be going out and fighting in wars, and you know, with horses and guns in the trenches, not dealing with your feelings. That's not what you do here. This is haberdashery. <laughs> I had to go to the old English. <laughs> so, um, I like that that's the... Uh, Wait, big chin. Everyone <laughs> universally understands that as an angry British man. Like, angry old <laughs> British guy. Yeah, it, it, when, when, like, the staunchy old British British guy gets upset and everybody else goes, you know what, we could get angry at him or we could just raise a ton of money in spite of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's my favorite kind of spite of just like you want to know what sure be angry guess what you just did you gave more publicity to the exact thing you were downtrodden against and they raised more money <laughs> despite of you so in a term what you did helped out more than what you wanted it to actually happen so how does that feel <laughs> I, I love i just love my it's nice to read something positive after a dickish move. 
Yeah. It's it's nice to have something positive happen after a dick move. We we all agree on this. Um yeah. yeah. But no, I I'm I I'm glad it glad that it was the way it was and it ended up being we're having a positive story out of this. And I'm glad that they got that there's more visibility on the charity, more funds going into the charity and that that guy did he finally beat donkey kong <laughs> i don't know he got stuck on a certain area because um andrea uh, alexandria to help him on a part because he got stuck on there for a couple of hours <laughs> hello miss so senator you know how, how good are you at donkey kong thank you Thank you, King. Thank you, King. There's a surprising amount of, uh, 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 I don't even know what the character's name is. Two Face. For uh, I'm scrolling through. I was looking for some very specific fan art for uh, for Vine Sauce, but people really like just like wholesome pictures of Two Faced. Like, like <laughs> are we talking Batman Two Face? No, no. It's a me character where he used. The character he put two noses on the character, and oh. it converted. He put the mouth in the dead center of the the forehead, and the eyes are the exact same size and shape as the mouth, and so it just looks like the character had two faces. And it's just wholesome pictures, like just like them, like with a cup of coffee. <clears throat> Aww. I'm just standing around. Is it the one with the ponytails? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that that is pretty wholesome. Yeah. Aww. There's also one of Berg. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Vine sauce. Good sauce. Vine sauce, good sauce. <clears throat> wholesome vine sauce first thing in the morning. Yeah. I I totally lost what I was doing. I never I I only found the picture of Dr. Robot-Gannon. Robot-Gannon? <laughs> yeah. It's just Gannon going, I hate that hedgehog! <laughs> and someone took the time to draw that. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, when inspiration hits, you just have to go with the flow, man. <laughs> I just, Damn straight. Yeah. I, I just don't... I kind of am interested to see like what what's on Chris's screen right now. I'm also a little horrified to wonder what's on Chris's screen right now. <laughs> yeah. Here, don't don't, don't be going to the dark side. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll go. I'll send it directly to you because it's... oh oh great, it's a direct <laughs> message to me now. Yeah. All right, let's see this. There let's, we go. let's see what my reaction's going to be. Oh, that is kind of wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not bad actually. Like I was expecting, oh. I was expecting the worst, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's not. It's not you feel free to throw that up on screen too. Just, yeah, well, what do you think? I don't know who made it, but it's not my job to figure that out. But, uh, I would I would love to credit the person. Hashtag credit know. this artist, whoever made this that I'm now browsing for. <laughs> you there. can can you reverse image search it? You might like pull up their DeviantArt or their Twitter or something. Yeah, so there it is. I probably went to Reddit. <laughs> oh, I actually love it. Yeah, <laughs> right? so cute. Like, you're expecting something horrible. 
and you get that. So you know, bravo, bravo. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too uh, worried about things. Now that we've discussed that, <laughs> robot. Yeah, I was because you think about that, like it can go any different way. But granted, you know, fandoms and fan fictions and ships can be very weird. So. Look, this is this is the the vine sauce fandom. I I I get it. I, I the only thing I the thing is I've I've very I've rarely ever rarely touched on the van the vine sauce fandom. The like the har- most hardcore crossover is probably going to be something to the tune of like David Bowie and Sponge, who is the third Mario brother that everyone forgot and doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> like I can understand David Bowie, but why Sponge? David Bowie crosses over with pretty much anything. Pretty much. He also rises out of the ocean as a 200-foot monster. He does? I mean, I mean, he was a spider from Mars. Yes, he does. <laughs> I don't need any... By the way, after this, if you guys have time, if people have time, audience, if you guys have time, go binge the Vine Sauce Tomodachi Life series with Vinny. It's a miracle. Really? And you will understand what I start saying. All hail the roast beef. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, think, yeah. Think about this for a second. What is the tagline for the show? Yeah, context optional. Context optional. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we literally put it so. in the name. <laughs> <laughs> We had a whole show based around that. We had an entire show based around sexual innuendos about British petrol stations and various sexual favors. True. Very true. <laughs> How Rebel, is this any Rebel. worse than that? Rebel. All, all it isn't yet. <laughs> I think we're digging our way to it. No, we're not. I feel like such a tourist. <laughs> yeah, we apologize, Sammy. We, we really, we really do. Um, there, Look, there was... you caught me in the morning before my coffee and during my coffee. Things are about to get weird. I mean, there was also there welcome was also to the Hercule Man Anti Coffee app. Giannis, really, <laughs> and I was talking about the uh, Elon's cat girls from Mars raising children. Oh my God! Yes, house. Elon Chad, Elon Chad, make it happen. So please, my life needs this. <laughs> I need something to live for, and cat girls on Mars is it? <laughs> this is listening material on the tube for you. Before you go, before you go into work, so. it, it, like, it, it, any, any minute, the guy from Ancient Aliens is just gonna like pop his head up in one of our things and be like, "Hello, everybody. I heard you mentioned cat girls on Mars. Those are aliens. They've been watching us for years." <laughs> They're slightly concerned, especially with you, Japan. <laughs> I would be. I'm slightly concerned with Japan on a regular basis. <laughs> Japan is very concerned with Japan. Um, actually, news about that. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami is up... coming out, everybody. Yeah. Yakuza Kiwami. <laughs> <laughs> Segwayed right back into things. Yep. Cause, cause, I'll bring it back. It's Kwame Zero. You know, you got the whole uh, 1980s Japan. And then with Kiwami, you've got like, what, mid, mid-90s? <clears throat> no, it was... Actually, was it late 90s? 
to remember his late nineties, early two thousands. Because I know when he comes back from jail, everything has changed. It's ten years in jail, right? Yeah. Spends ten years. Yeah. Which, which is for taking the blame for something. Yep. Which, of course, is when you have an overpowered character. How do you make him lose all of his awesome abilities? Well, you put him in jail for ten years. <laughs> but he could just do push-ups and you know focus on. <laughs> look! Look! Let's not get General Iroh about this, all right? I, well, here's the other issue with that. He can't just do push-ups because he's not in the 80s anymore. He can't do a montage. Oh, what's the point? I know. <laughs> it's it's the 90s where things have to like get gritty and real. And then obviously in the yeah, 2000s, it, it becomes just dystopian. Flying cars that just don't happen. Yep. Oh, Britney they... Spears, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there's nothing yeah. more dystopian than Britney Spears' career. It's Britney, bitch! <laughs> oh, I love... <laughs> I love 2000s Britney! <laughs> I mean, yeah, 2000s Britney is great, but then, like, 2010 happened, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Like, her... Basically, her manager got her power of attorney when she uh, had her mental breakdown, and he basically forces her to go on tour. And she doesn't make that much money off of all of her earnings. He makes most of the money. Shit. So, like, it's really sad. Sorry, bringing down the podcast with Britney Spears. No, no, this, 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 this just shows everybody that the power of attorney is a very responsible thing. And that you need to yeah. make sure you're very well. And it also takes, it's very hard to break one as well. Yeah. Coming from my Yeah, she's board. been fighting him. Yeah, she's been fighting him for years. Um, yeah, it's super sad. Brittany, if you ever come to this podcast, <laughs> if you ever come to this podcast, go talk to Clayton <laughs> over at Fixed Studios. Go, go get the hookup with him. Go get those guys. Let's at her on Twitter so she sees this. Of course. Like, she <laughs> I, I mean, the only, the only recent thing I've heard about Britney Spears is that they talked they talked about the snake from the performance. Apparently, it's the python, that yellow Bernie's python's still alive. Oh. Yeah. That's it's, so cute. Yeah, like, that was that's the only Britney thing I've, I've known about recently, and it was, like, not, like, like, ten days ago. She's like, yeah, that Python's still alive. That from that one performance I did once. I think it's because the Grammys was coming up, so like somebody like brought it up. Ah, uh, I just I would just find it ironic if we did get Britney Spears on the show. She sits down. We're in the middle of. What have I got a story about Sammy? Like what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be that would be more interesting to me. Be like, okay, screw the screw the music career and stuff. Then tell me, how do you have a story? <laughs> I'm intrigued. She keeps talking shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. Boxes in the in tents on the buildings. Because that that mystery is still to be solved. It's, it's, is this what? a story you've not heard before, Sammy? No, I'm like, what story? <laughs> right, you remember fill, Lucy? Fill me in. Loading bar. The what from Loading Bar? Lucy. Lucy. Uh, I think I've met her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the stories she had when she was on with us was the fact that she went into clean gents one day and yeah. found a pair of boxes lying on the floor. 
uh, someone probably ran out of toilet roll. <laughs> That's normally... <laughs> Not in the cubicle, just lying on the floor. Oh, ugh. Grim. <laughs> I thought you meant in the toilet, and I was going to say, I have a similar story. <laughs> Please do tell. Well, oh, oh no. my work, an email went out because someone had tried to flush a full baguette down the men's toilets. And they well, still haven't figured out who the baguette bandit is. Right. Okay, <laughs> no, I could see, I could see the reasoning behind this. Are we talking just like oh, French baguette? Yeah, French baguette. Okay. Yeah, a big old stick of bread. Yeah, it's right where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> it was a moment you wanted to baguette. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if we had the I think somebody tried to to to. I, I think somebody bred into it a little too much. <laughs> I mean, essentially, he's just cutting out the middleman in that situation. Yeah, yeah true. He's, he's just. I mean, if they found him, he'd be toast. We're really good. Oh dear. <laughs> That's like it. <laughs> I'm gonna prove you wrong on that, Chris. Uh, I can't be loafing. Uh, no, that was really I have watched way too much Great British Baking Show. I'm probably gonna have to start pulling out all those all those terms. Yeah, but they use the same puns every year. So, like, when you're like, you know, like nine seasons deep, you're like, ugh, <laughs> they need a new writer. Because he didn't want a soggy bottom from the toilet. Oh god, oh, yeah. it's all about the soggy oh. bottoms. <laughs> so while we're talking to you, Sammy, because we haven't, we haven't spoken to you in ages, probably. <laughs> nice, uh, nice bring back. I like it. <laughs> uh, yes, see, I haven't spoken to you since. But these guys haven't. These guys haven't spoken to you. Forever. I haven't spoken to you in forever. <laughs> what have you been up to? What have you been doing? What's been happening? Well, uh, quite a lot actually. So now I'm at Creative Assembly as a concept artist. Um, I was on Total War Arena for about a year and a half and then <laughs> they've uh, shut the game down. <laughs> so there's lots of really cool stuff that I did that like it's under NDA and I can't release it, you know, <laughs> to their knowledge. I could have it like, you know, on a sneaky portfolio website or something, but you know, I can't like put it on social media. Um, yeah, so now I'm on the Warhammer team, but I'm not allowed to talk about that, like, at all. They're, like, super strict, you know, because they're still doing DLC and stuff for Warhammer 2, and, you know. Yeah, so, so that's it, really. All I do is work and then come home and then go to bed early and then go back to work. <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah, do do Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. You wake up, you work, you go to, you come home. Your significant other asks you, what did you do at work today? And you go, I, I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling too. <laughs> oh. Well, you can. You just can't tell anyone else that you tell. <laughs> yeah, you just put everybody else under your NDX. Yeah. Well, I, Hell, I, I've had that before. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't lose, I don't lose, like, like, like you know, I don't lose, I'm not under an NDA. I just lose my license. And my ability to work in the. 
So, yeah. <laughs> I actually, my, my work is, is very boring, and I can talk about it all I fucking want. Because I'm what not do you do? I make fans! <laughs> oh, that's actually really cool. Which part of the fans? Do you make the whole thing? I want to know. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I just basically tack on the blades and shit, and then check the motors to see that they're actually like functioning correctly. So you do that's a QA. cool. Uh, yeah, are they are they scary fans? Have they got like metal blades, or is it just like plastic? Well, like uh, whack your fingers. They're, they're like intake and exhaust fans for like AC units on trains. Oh, yeah. that's so specific. It is. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into doing that? Uh well, you see, I was uh, I was unemployed for about a week, and uh, I just went. I don't give a shit. Applications <laughs> everywhere! <laughs> and one place went just like, hey, do you care if this is crappy work and it's not paying very well? And I'm just like, yeah, I just need something. Now I'm here. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. My worst one was with Claire's accessories. Piercing <laughs> baby's ears. Ooh. <laughs> Oof. Hashtag soul destroying. <laughs> yeah, I like me when I was 16. <laughs> Mine was the head of the copy center at Staples. Oh, did you did you steal? Did you get loads of free prints though? Did you steal anything when you worked there? No, because I may have <laughs> taken stuff from Claire's. No, no I didn't. The, the only problem is that I had a department of five women underneath me that hated me because I made them actually. Do oh, I would have just abused the oh, yeah, power. It was, it was Torrington, so nobody actually wanted to do work. Yeah, nobody, like, I actually made it profitable, but it made them all hate me, and I hated the <laughs> Yeah. They're just like, oh, you're just, oh, you're here. I'm like, yeah. You know, you know coffee <laughs> breaks are great. When they oh, with the exception hour, of Amanda. Amanda loved you. Oh, yeah, except for Amanda. Amanda did love yeah. me. But she was, She's like, one well, of the only the ones who, like, I couldn't get her more hours. Yep. <laughs> oh. She was, yeah. she was like the only one who like it was her and uh that that other girl but she was on the off um she yeah. wasn't she wasn't under you she was under um the the other shift yeah but anyways the good people were at third uh, not third but second shift yeah yeah <laughs> Ugh. I, I, I man i contribute that job to having a lot of great lot of white right here come <laughs> How long did you work there for? Uh, Staples as a whole, maybe three to four years. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you you really learn how stupid the public are. Like when you work in retail, like yeah. I just couldn't believe some people. Like when you have free for two, they would buy. They would literally get like two items that are like twenty quid, and then an item that's a pound, and then argue with me, or like two items that are a pound, and then one that's twenty quid, and they'd argue with me, basically <laughs> saying that the expensive item should be free. And it's like, no, it doesn't say that. The sign literally tells you the cheapest items are free, or they think it was free for two pounds. <laughs> and I was always there on my own as well, so I was just like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I, it just I loved back to school time because it was just like. Buy four binders for night for like a penny, and then like the fifth binder is full price. And people would come up with like ten binders and be like, "Well, I'm only buying these five, and then my daughter six is buying these five. And you're just kind of staring at them, just like, "Fucking really? We're, we're doing this? Fuck! I hope hope your daughter's got money. 
Cause oh, I'm gonna pay for it. No, no. that's she can't sign that. That's kind of card's got her your name on it. She can't use your credit card. <laughs> but I don't have any cash on me. Well, I guess she can't buy the binders then. <laughs> that was that was that was year four, James. Year four, James was just done with people's shit. At that point, like, oh, yeah. I was the guy that they called in to deal with the tough situations because I just didn't give a shit anymore. And I specifically remember being the the, the one woman looking at me like, I want to talk to the manager. And I'm like, I am the manager. <laughs> I pulled the, I am the manager and you're wrong. And if you don't like it, we'll just put this away and you can take your business elsewhere. Have a great day. <laughs> By the way, there is no elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Not unless you want your to... Options are Walmart. <laughs> and you know what? You're not going to find the same deal there. That happened to my last boss in uh, in retail. He, he, he knew we were closing. He knew before Christmas that we were going to be closed down in the new year. And he was at a point where he just didn't give a shit. And we didn't know yeah. why. We just thought he was being grumpy. And then it's like he something was on his mind. We saw it and we just didn't know until the day after new year. And you could kind of see he just, just couldn't care. And yeah, he just, with a lot of customers, he just, just do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So I, I also worked at Staples. I was in the tech center. And uh, I, I, I was getting shafted on hours for no good reason, by the way. James, yeah. you know my numbers. My numbers were fantastic. Yep. I, I was second best salesman in the store. The alternative was the guy who became supervisor. And uh, not my choice, by the way, not not his choice, corporate's choice. Um, so uh, I, I ended up going well. I need more hours, so I looked over to uh, the Bristol store, and uh, huh, let me tell you, it did well while I was there. Yeah. It's closed now. Haha. <laughs> 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 I remember we were on like the up and up when I was running it because our supervisor quit because he was like I don't want to deal with this shit. So he just left. Oh and then shit. Maybe maybe a month and a half later. Uh I called out for one day. One day. And it was literally like things were just real bad. And I needed to sleep. I hadn't slept for like two days. And I said, guys, yeah. I can't come in. I need to sleep. I don't want to be on the road and fall asleep on the way to work. And they went, wow, that's not really responsible of you. And I went, okay. So the next day, <laughs> that next morning, I walk in. I get copies of my resume from the print center. And I think, <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I just that... left. And I, <laughs> oh, I just, I was enthralled by the tiny little vein on the GM's forehead that was about ready to burst while he tried to contain his rage. Because I'm no longer an employee, he can't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the oh, days. That was beautiful. <laughs> Ah, uh, great day. Wait, no. <laughs> and then the next week, I went in to go get copies and watched that vein bulge up again. <laughs> and she was like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, great. 
leaving was my best choice. <laughs> I feel so much better now. I can actually eat solid foods again. <laughs> my stomach is in constant pain and agony. I'm not being forced to drink Pepto-Bismol with shooters of tequila. <laughs> it feels so good. And I'm also yeah. making a livable wage. That was important. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so, everyone should have to work in retail or the public sector for a bit, because I think yeah. it really... It's so character building, and then you really see how people are treated as well. And it, then you just appreciate any other job afterwards. You're like, well, it's not as bad. <laughs> you also appreciate you know? the retail workers when you go into a retail store and there's somebody who's actually yeah. trying, and you, and it's yeah, just exactly. Like, you know, I, I, I know I was walked into a clothing store after my retail experience, and there was the one cashier working the front, and it was she was like, you know, during the holiday season, there like five other people in line. And like by the time she gets to like me to check out my one thing, she's like, "I'm I'm really sorry." I say, "Listen, worked retail. I get it. You're swamped. Man, yeah. you're probably on break. You're the only one in front." I'm like, "No big deal, man. I'm not pissed. Whatever." She looked yeah. at me and she went like, "Hold on a second. Also, now your beep beep beep." She goes, "Here you go." I'm like, "This is less cheaper." She's like, "Well, we have a ten percent discount coupon going on. I just happened to apply it to your thing." I'm like, "Oh." See, being nice to be nice to the retail people because you never know what will happen. Literally saves you money. Literally saves yeah. you money and probably makes their day. Like Yeah, yeah it definitely does. So the needless to say we should also say is this the reason why you should also be nice? Because that's how you get three hundred thousand dollar donations going to uh mermaids. <laughs> Bang. But also there there are some retail workers who are just asshats. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Seen them and work with them. Yeah, just fuck those guys mm -hmm. in general. Yeah, they're, they're the toughest ones to get fired. <laughs> yeah, no good. They reason. are, yeah. They they stick around. Yes. The ones like you have the bad time working there. You leave. They go. Oh, but I didn't realize you felt like that. Why would you? By the way, retail <laughs> managers, if you have absolute ass hats of employees that people don't like, and you have people who are like actually good, fire the people that people don't like. Guess what? Your numbers go up. <laughs> People come back. Because they enjoy being treated right. Yeah. Also, also, uh, God bless Amazon. Because a lot of the previous retail places I've worked, I have not had to go into because I just buy shit off of Amazon now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's a doublet. It's, it's, it's like, support the retail worker. But you haven't been in that store in four years. Because <laughs> it's cheaper on Amazon and I get it in a day and it's free shipping. Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? There was a, there was a thing I was um, with for customer services. Like, if you have a good experience, <laughs> the customer will tell one person. But if they have a bad experience, they'll tell four. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like we have this thing called the internet where people can just go on and bitch and moan like all the time about shit that they hate. <laughs> yeah, for when they do real go, <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> See, like I, I, I actually came up with a theory last night, and this is this, so I was, I was thinking to myself at, as I was playing Anthem, and I'm just going like, okay, I'm, I'm having an okay time with this because you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a beta, it's a demo, mind you. We can't use the B word anymore because a certain company fucked that up for people. <laughs> 
the whole beta. But I'm thinking here going like, we should just really stop trusting video game companies that start with the word, start with a B. Bethesda, Bungie, mm-hmm. Bioware. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, you know, the first two letters of the but alphabet, yeah. alpha, Acti- Activision, <laughs> A, Activision. B, C, you know, A, B, Ubisoft. So, but there is one letter of the alphabet we can trust. What's that? And I. CD Project Red. Actually, yes. ah. A works as well, but not Activision. But, but, but like, B has been ruined by three companies. And I'm sitting there going, like, playing the Bioware game. And I'm sitting there going, like, don't, don't fuck this up. Don't, you don't want to fuck this up. Because Bungie kind of fucked it up a little bit. Bethesda definitely fucked it up. Bioware. Don't, don't fuck it up. Because I'm watching this and I'm playing this. Fucking it up a bit. It's not bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was on a loading screen for like 30, like 10 minutes. We'll see that later. What, what, where my, my mind went. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's not necessarily a rant, more just like what I did to entertain myself in the meantime. Uh, did, did you see this, the, the news from CD Projekt last couple of weeks? No. is now the uh, oh, marketing manager yeah. of that, which is Because <laughs> it's like, she goes to people, take creators. It's like, yes, I won, and I have a podcast. Because, <laughs> you know, we're kind of friends. By the way, how is it working as, a, as an artist for, for the Warhammer IP? Just in a general sense. I don't need to know specifics, but I understand Games Workshop has been very, used to be very stringent on things. How do you, how do you creatively... Oh, yeah. do, do, they, do they allow you some creativeness as an artist? Um, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I could have answered that one for you. I, 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 I'm well. I'm interested because I know, like they they've they've opened Pandora's box a little bit in the last couple of yeah. years. Um, since that whole THQ thing went down the toilet. Um, I was just wondering, like, is it as as an artist? Is it is it? Are the, you know, I, I imagine they're very stringent and things. So there's not a lot of variation. So does it is it creatively fulfilling being able to make some of these assets and stuff for these games? even though you're stuck, kind of stuck in your little box? Or is it or sometimes you're just like, man, I just wish I could put Ings on this fucking lizard for once because, <laughs> god damn it, why not? Yeah, well, so basically, um, so, like, I guess um, some games that you work on will restrict your creativity anyway. Right. So before I was on Arena, and that's, like, strict historical, so I had some room to design my own stuff, but a lot of the assets had already been made, so I was only designing shields. They had to be historically accurate, they all had to get approved, so that was kind of limited, but I learned how to get around it. I, like, snuck my family tartan onto a unit. I, like, hid a dick on a lion in one shield. (laughs) Um, I, like, put boobs on a helmet, and, like, it was, like, a harpy helmet, and uh, it's got tits on it, and it got approved and made. Like, I would try and sneak things in. Um, But working on... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but then working on an IP like Warhammer, they have to approve everything. So um, they basically what's worked on the last, the previous two games because I wasn't on the previous two games, but you know I could talk about them. I guess is that we don't want um, to get if in they trouble have, now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's especially if they already have a mini. 
um, they are very strict. You have to be close to the mini. But the problem is, is that the game is quite stylized and a lot more detailed than the minis. And some of the minis are not great. <laughs> I play but, I play both 40k and Warhammer, so I understand where you're coming from. Some of them look yeah. like they're in the middle of having a stroke. Yeah, so it's it's mainly the design. So they'll let us do things like um if you have a guy and he has certain armor, if he's especially if he's a lord, we can do different versions of him, so like different outfits. Um but they still have to approve them because they still have to be close to the character, like true to the IP. And um, they have like a hand in everything. Like they check all the writing, um, they approve the cinematics, they approve the spells that we use. Everything has to be true to the lore, and everything has to be um, true to characters. So they're quite controlling over the minis. So to answer your question, it's a really fun IP to work on because it's so cool. Um, I loved the arena team, but the game. Eh, like a lot of the fun stuff had already been done but warhammer isn't at the moment it isn't very creatively fulfilling because everything's already been designed and that's my job so i basically i'm like okay well this guy would have this kind of textured material and um this is where you can swap things out and add more detail or like but it's not like they're not my designs like do you know what i mean it's not like oh right. i've made this i've not made this like cool empire dude with like swords for hands or something it's like no this guy already exists and you're just drawing him up <laughs> yeah, yeah it's very long-winded i talked for ages <laughs> yeah no it makes total it, no, it makes sense because as, as because you know as as an artist coming into an established ip like that i i am that was my that's my always thought because like in some cases you're you're kind of fulfilling the destiny of like what a ton of people who are in the hobby want to do or they get these model and it's like Yes, I have this one already, but now this guy needs a blue cloak instead of the green cloak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, that is like essentially like what half the hobby is, is buying the same thing, but just painting it a different color because yeah. you need him to be a different color. And But it, it, it was just, it's always been interesting for me, like how, how the, you know, we see all these assets in games and we see all these creative stuff that these people, ha that you and your and your colleagues have to create and it's just like when you're not building a game up from nothing you're not creating it in, in your own ip and you're working with something as established and as protective as a company as games workshop is with their intellectual yeah. property like how do you like not just i you know I, I don't want you to get in trouble but how do you not go into work and just be like all right just gotta put in the shift of putting colors on dudes and going home for the night <laughs> well, it's sort of so. Basically, I'm the middleman between the mini and it being made by a character artist in 3D. Right. So the minis don't describe much. So I basically have to figure out what everything is like. What they because some minis they'll send photos across and references that we have to use. And some of them, it's like, is that supposed to be leather or metal? Or it might not work well in our game. We have a lot of restrictions. Right. Um, but it's not. It's not creatively like fulfilling so i just do a lot of personal artwork like personal concept art and stuff like that because then i'm like i want a ghoul with one hand i'm gonna draw him in my own time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's the thing i was gonna ask but do, do they give you sort of leeway while you're working there to have like side projects just bouncing walls um, and all this stuff well, what I do in my own time is fine, but they um, I'm not allowed to work for any other companies unless I ask permission. So at the moment, I've like got a lot of freelance work, but I had to get permission for all of it. Um, if, if it's like a one-off commission, it's like, eh, 
you know, like there's no point flagging that up because it's not like going to be in competition with them. But if it's like another game dev or something, um, yeah. And if it was another historical title, they wouldn't let me. So yeah, like because private, you know I work for them. Like a privateer press came, like, hey, we want you to draw a mechs for our uh, our mini game that's trying to turn into a video game. You'd be like, you'd probably be like, mm, probably can't do that. Yeah, keep it secret. <laughs> Don't credit me. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, but I've got this really cool picture of this ghoul with one hand that you may like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, it is like there's some stuff at the moment um that is really cool. Or like sometimes there are gaps um in the lore or there are like gaps in characters where we need a unit or we need someone to fill that and like then we get to design them. So that's really fun. But then there is a lot of back and forth. But I mean, it's it's part of it. Like, I don't really mind. I don't take it personally. You can't be in this job if you take feedback personally. Like, you just won't survive. Because, <laughs> you know, some things it's like, oh, well, his cloak's wrong. It's, like, too long. It won't work in game. And then sometimes people just be like, yeah, this is kind of shit. Like, can you redraw it? <laughs> I love when that happens. It's just like, that's helpful. What, well, what if, about if, it is shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> if they tell you how to improve it, then it's good because it's feedback. Right. But criticism isn't helpful, if that makes sense. So if someone's yeah. like, "Oh, this would be improved this way," then it's great. If they just tell you they don't like it, it's like, "But you need to tell me why, or I can't make it better." <laughs> it's like it's like if they looked at you and like, "Yeah, we we really can't have the penis on the lion." So maybe if you could just take that <laughs> off, that might work. <laughs> they, they made me remove the guy's dick but no one noticed the lion's dick ah. it's, it's like hercules fighting a lion basically that's what the shield was it's, it's, <laughs> ah, it's the old bait and dick yeah <laughs> now, the other the other thing i want to ask is how is it seeing your ad like i know i know you said that you get copies of the games and stuff and i don't i'm not saying yeah you, you do or don't play them i don't judge i'm either way but how is it like, have you ever watched a trailer for one, like one of these release trailers or anything, and being able to see one of your assets on screen and go, "Ha, huh, I made that." Yeah, especially on Arena, we did play tests every week, so we have like a big ten v ten room with all the PCs set up, and then everyone can like go in and join. And it's mainly it was mainly to test the game and balancing and stuff. But like like the first few times as well, I got really emotional. I was like, "This, my dreams have come true. This is my babies." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I get I still get quite emotional about it. <laughs> especially with the stuff I'm working on now is like really cool and I can't wait for it to be made and then I'll be like look at my children <laughs> yeah. so I see so, adverts for it going yeah you should only be able to tell us after it comes out and the NDA drops if it ever yeah happens. like yeah they'll be happy for me to like like once especially like creative assembly like to share around concept art and stuff like that so once stuff is released i'll be able to be like i drew this now, do you you work, know do you work in like kind of like an area with a bunch of other designers like you yeah well um warhammer is really weird because um on I arena knew, we had I knew a... that from the start warhammer yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I should say the pipeline's a bit different. So we have, um, there's me and another girl who are the character concept artists. Um, uh, she's called Cammy. I'm Sammy. So we're team Scammy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Someone sorry. else gave us that name. Games Workshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, we, we sit with the character artists, and there's a load of them. And then there are two <laughs> environment concept artists who sit down the other end with the environment team. Right. Um, we're having a desk move soon, so hopefully the concept team will get to sit together because I want to do environment stuff as well. Uh, you know, because there's not that much. Like, Games Workshop don't really have that much in the way of environment, so there's, like, more creative freedom there. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, we sit. We, all the artists sit together, basically. That's because I can imagine. That's do you guys bounce ideas off each other a lot? Oh yeah, definitely. We do lots of feedback and stuff like that as well. Or if I'm working on something, I'll ask people to come over and like tell me the, what they think. Or yeah, it's very it's very collaborative. Because I've always I've always wanted to be like a fly on the wall in those kind of situations. Because essentially, like you know, you have the background people who are doing the programming and everything, but like. You're essentially making the game visually what it is. You're 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 you know as 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 much as the coding is important. Like your stuff is yeah. kind of the first thing that people see when when they boot up the game, and it's what they usually interact with all the time. You know your concepts, yeah. your visual, your mod, the stuff that you create help building those models. Yeah, because it's even it's not just like characters as well. It's things like readability. So like if a game looks ba bad it's like it's down to us to say well you should change this color here or you know don't have a green dude on green grass because <laughs> you won't see him <laughs> maybe put him in a black robe so that he you know reflects unless he's a sneaky dude in green glass then it makes sense to have the sneaky dude in green grass <laughs> yeah it's, what does solid snake appear in warhammer <laughs> i would box. love that <laughs> <laughs> Orcs just looking at it weirdly. Oi, what's that going down there? No, I'd be like, Oi, he got a raw idea, he did. Get me that box real sneaky like. Why don't we, we do that? Make the box red. It go, it go faster. <laughs> I will pitch this. <laughs> I talked to these three crazy guys over the weekend. They were talking about boxes and shit. <laughs> First they were talking about Ganondorf as Dr. Robotnik, and then they were talking about boxes. I don't know. And Britney Spears. <laughs> and Britney Spears. <laughs> Two of them were American, so I get it. <laughs> Total War Britney Spears. I should pitch that. Total War Britney Spears. No, it'd be, I no. want them to make okay. Hello Kitty. No, no it's, it should be Total War 90s pop star. You've got Britney Spears, yeah. Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. You know, just like that wave of pop and stuff like that. Just as like, you know, because it's like the, the grim, dark past of the 90s. Back in the day, <laughs> there were two warring fiefdoms. For the NSYNC has risen up with their greatest generals, but the Backstreet Boys would not let this stand. And thus they went to <laughs> war. Total there you go. You could pitch it to the music team and be like, what would you think of taking like Backstreet Boy songs but redoing them in like medieval Warhammery sounding Yeah. We could we could pay for the, you know, <laughs> for the use. <laughs> Toxic in, in war in war drums. Oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. 
Just think about like, well, the, the toxic already has the violin in it, but just imagine that in a cello and then being accompanied by like some yeah. harpsichord and stuff in it. You can make it really interesting. James. I agree. Yeah. I want this to happen. <laughs> and I'll send it to you guys as well. One of my favorite versions of Toxic is it like done by a folk band, which is like one girl, oh. one girl on a violin, and the other guy is just playing like almost a ukulele, and she she belts it, but like he like she's doing the whole violin part of it, and he's just keeping the beat on the ukulele, and it's just it's my favorite version of the song. And yes, oh. I do like Britney Spears' Toxic at me. And, and <laughs> Leo Mori oh, no, there's something you should play for the stream. Oh god damn it. Yeah. This because this could well that could lead us into the the trainers as well. I, I also put it in shitposting for uh for, for you. <laughs> like I put it to put on the podcast, but we should also put it in shitposting. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, shitposting is called meme zone. But oh, uh, it, you it, know, it's it, always shitposting. <laughs> I, I I will find the find the toxic one. We will go out to that. Yeah. All right. Oh, trailers. I, I think we, we need the trailers. I probably should have grabbed like a Total War trailer or something. The Sam here, but I didn't think to do. Well, let's play. Uh, I can right. take it. Nah, I wouldn't worry. I mean, the next big thing is 3K, and I didn't work on that, so eh, fuck it. <laughs> All right, so, so fuck him. Got it. Got it. <laughs> fuck him. Okay, so just done. All right, cool. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to pull up some trailers. Uh, and um, basically, we're going to start off with... Did I keep... This is it. Oh, my God. I actually planned ahead. This is the normal shit show that we're used to. We planned? <laughs> and we almost planned. Alright, so for, this is the first trailer, uh, and it's from Anthem. Uh, and this is... Uh, best way to describe it is um, my experience with Anthem last We call this the Ballad of Murder Hobo Steve. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that picture is. Is that? Oh, it's a dude. Oh, I see now. I thought it was like somebody squatting or something, but now I can see. He just looks very interesting. What's his backstory? You think his name Steve? That does that, that look like Steve to you guys? Looks like a Steve to me. Steve's chilling out there. His gun. Looks like an assault rifle. And, uh, his, like, pointy antenna thing of a jiggers. And obviously, he's bass. Do I have a mouse? Don't. No clicky clicks right now. Well, Stevie boy here. He grew up in a respectable family. Mom, dad. Dad a scavenger, mom an engineer. I didn't expect Steve to go into the mercenary, freelancer killing, bug suit wearing kind of life, but you know, hard times. Hard times call on hard things and make hard people. It was about when Steve <laughs> turned 10 when he realized, you want to know what? This just isn't for me. You know what I really want to do? 
murder bitches. And that's what he did. I mean, he set a goal and he just went for it. Right? He just saw what he wanted to do. And so he started working at it. I mean, granted, dad being scavenger, mom being engineer, they were fully supportive of his bug suit wearing murder hobo kind of lifestyle. You know, because you only have one kid and, you know, you got to spoil him the best you can, raise him right, do the best you could. Even if he wants to be a hide at homicide, you know, homicidal myrtle hurt murder hobo wearing a creepy ass scrap together bug suit with an assault rifle. But, you know, this is Anthem. It's, it's dystopian sci-fi future on a far planet with weird space magics and robo suits. So, you know, they probably thought, all right, you want to know what? We're okay with this. We, we've done the best we could. At least, you know, it pays the bills. And they didn't have to spend all that money they saved up to spend them to college. Which is another win-win, right? They could take retire a little bit early. Maybe the murder hoboing works out kind of well. You know, it's a beautiful thing that he could he could really do here. It's definitely something very, very fun. So, so Steve grows up. Uh, Mom and Dad kind of apprentice him under another murder hobo bug suit guy. We'll call Frank. So Frank and Steve. Frank and Beans, as they like to be called. Uh, they, they, they really start to, to bond about this whole murder hoboing thing. You know, he really starts pimping out his bug suit. You know, really gets that mask going on. Starts putting spikes on shit because, hell, why the hell not? You know, you gotta be looking big and intimidating. Why not put spiky shit on your murder hobo suit? And it was great for a while. He's learning from Frank. And then all of a sudden, Freelancer came. You know, he's just minding his business. He got shooting some people. This freelancer came up with his javelin, just like, "Hey, stop doing that!" They're like, "No, it's what we do. We're bug suit murder hobos." And he went, "All right, you're gonna die now." And he shot them all. And boom, Frank died. Steve got really pissed because you know Frank was his best friend and mentor. You know how that gets. Best friend mentor dies. He declared vengeance. On us. On us freelancers. On the Javelin users. By making this loading screen fucking ten minutes long. So essentially what I'm saying here is we're just going to close the screen. I love that I could hear you like wheeze laughing and then you wrote lol. But you can see what you're talking about, right? So so that's that's the ballad of murder hobos. (laughs) Apparently, there's a there's an error, there's a glitch error when you're trying to load into an event that just gets you stuck on the loading screen, and if you put the game out and log back in, it brings you in. But that, oh. that's that's literally four minutes and thirty seconds of me just sitting in a loading screen, screen last night, trying to just to comprehend what I'm gonna do with my life while I'm waiting for this game. To... I was like waiting for a video to start as well. No, that's, that was. Like, has it has it not loaded? <laughs> no, that was it. That's the ballad of murder. It just doesn't load. I quit uh, the game. Yes. It's like, please wait. Yes. So that is uh that is that is the ballad of murder hobo. Oh dear. <laughs> but, How about the other trailer? I got you. Yep. Yep. It's right here. I've got it ready to rock and roll. There's a lot of murder in this. A lot of murder. <laughs> One of the guys named Steve. I don't know. We can make him Steve if you want. I could talk to Steve.
that while this is going, uh, because there's not much, you know, vocal, vocal reacting in this. Think, think this is like a different looking uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah. I think it'd be so much harder. Like in Hotline Miami, it's really easy to see everyone <laughs> because of the bright colours in this. Before they immediately oh. shoot you. Yeah. This looks stressful. Because <laughs> this one, they think they, they try to put more sort of John Boo action in there as well. Yeah. Which is a top down. I'm not sure if it'll work or but it looks like it. Just saw it the other day and it's like, wow, this looks badass. And I think it's out already this week on PlayStation. Oh. Because I do love me a, a twin stick shooter. The Hong Kong massacre. That looks really good. For I will buy it when it goes on sale. <laughs> See, it's out now. Oh. <laughs> uh, so how much is that? I will find out for you. Because, uh, yeah. Because like to me, yeah. if that's like sixty bucks, that is not a sixty dollar game. No. Oh that, yeah. That Hell is no. like that is like the like ten to twenty dollar game. Like more than yeah. ten. Side. Yeah. Probably like fifteen quid, I would expect. I would, I would expect. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me measure this against. Um, while Will's looking that up, I will also enhance my computer hacking skills. Uh, enhance. <laughs> Engage. So, Engage. so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Will to give me the. Uh, I'll tell you if it's a good buy or not. Mainly because you can get Hotline Miami. Or on Steam for ten dollars, Hotline Miami two for fifteen dollars, or both for like twenty, like thirty bucks. Well, yeah. Sammy, you weren't far off. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, two pound off. <laughs> no, one pound off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and not that's a damn guess. Right? <laughs> it's not that price though for what it was. I mean, graphically, look at. Look yeah, it does look good. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it looks bad, but like, you know, if I'm going to play Hotline Miami. Like... I mean, let's have a quick look at Hotline Miami on PlayStation. See how much it is there. It, because it has been out a while. It's essentially... It always goes on sale. It always, oh, sorry. It always goes on sale. But essentially, it, I yeah. guess it all depends. Do you want a John Woo action movie? Or do you yeah. want just like awesome 80s synthwave? A game that's the currently on sale one. at free night. Yeah. But it's really bloody hard, so <laughs> I don't know, it's something I'd look at. I might get might pick it up, might see how much I have in my monies and pick that up. I mean, it's good to support the game devs, but it will also crash in price. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. It is, there, 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 there is the, the game economy much like the meme. Eventually <laughs> it all comes crashing down, you can get it. Yeah. Because we look at the big games over the Christmas period, they start coming down. Oh yeah, they don't take long at all. 
unless it's like a Switch game, <laughs> then they'll just never be less than like 50 quid. Yeah. Well, it also takes forever for a Switch game to come out. I mean, like, especially with Nintendo going like, yes, so we didn't like Metroid where it was going, so we're just going to restart it. <laughs> well, they've got the money to waste on that, I guess. Yeah, well, the, the, the problem is they had Bandai Namco doing Metroid. Yeah. One. And now they've changed it back to the one who made the original, like, Metroid Prime. Oh, dear. But none of the people who made the original Metroid Prime are still at that studio. Um... <laughs> I mean, you got you got to think about it. I mean, you, Nintendo do their, their thing. Like almost like Microsoft of releasing, it's like we'll release it when we're good and ready. Yeah. I mean, the correct term you should have used is Nintendo is doing it like CD Projekt Red does it, and they release it when they're good and ready. Yep. Nintendo has. I mean, Microsoft is going to have some steaming piles of shit this year. Can you tell me the Crackdown Three looks like it's going to be as an amazing game as they touted it to be? Nope. <laughs> How long has that game been in development? Press F to pay respect. <laughs> okay, then. And, 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 I, and I like crack. I liked Crackdown One, but like Crackdown Three is gonna be not not good. It's just, just no, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I think Ori like I don't really. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Ori in the Will of the Wisp. It's good as a counter to that. Oh yeah, that'll be good. Um. Yeah, I don't like buying games on release unless I've, like, apart from, like, Resident Evil 2 or whatever, where you you know it's pretty much guaranteed to be a good game because, you know, especially now with so many rushed developments and things are rushed out because the studio needs to make money and they'll, you know, patch it later. It's, yeah, and then you sink, like, 50-odd quid into something and then it's not great, you know? I just don't see the point in buying games new unless I'm really excited for it. That's fair. So, I mean, it oh, took me a while to get the other ones, but then they had microtransactions in it, and that was my New Year's resolution last year. Then I got the yeah. cheaper. Some of them really good, some of them. <laughs> well, I'm talking about main games, like indie devs I'll happily buy, like, you know. Um, but yeah, but if it's like a big title, like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> True, because you know it's mostly going to be the shareholders that want the money rather than the devs putting their yeah. heart and soul into it before the shareholders come along and go, can we put this in here? You know, and, and when devs go, but why? It's like, because we want money. Yeah. That's, when it, that's when the game starts going writing. south. Yeah. <clears throat> Best story about how a game went south, I believe it was Dark Age of Camelot. One of the expansions uh, was in development, and um, I know this because the, my, my professor in college was uh, was was working on it, and uh, it was pretty much all set. And then they brought it to the to the producer to get cleared and everything. He said, "Yeah, throw some sexy demons in it and call it a day." <laughs> and the uh, expansion had zero anything to do with sexy demons, so they were just Aww. like, "Yeah, it was just like okay." I guess I gotta put these in now. And all the complaints were just like, why are these here? <laughs> Oops. Or every Star Wars game of late for me. Yeah. Talk about fucking up an IP. <laughs> yeah. oh. 
And like, not that 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 was that got fucked up on not even just the game front either. The game was like the the way to salvage the movies. But once again, Bioware, you know, done fucked up. But wasn't it wasn't it Dice that did Star Wars? I'm talking about the MMO. Even before uh, that, because remember the MMO Bioware made with help of EA. Yeah, no, that that was that was a bad launch, but it, it turned out okay. Yeah, it's okay now, but like it went through shit for a while, and it was the first, it, it was the first fully voice acted. But I've seen uh, God, what is it? What is it? They said like before when it was when the IP was under LucasArts, you had titles coming out like Dark Forces, you had Knights of the Old Republic one and two, you had you know the Tie Fighters series, Rogue Squadron. And since the EA took over, you've had two Star Wars games. Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2. That's oh, it. As we like to call them, Battlefield Skins. <laughs> yeah. So, does Battlefield. So, it's, it, you know what, this, this I, I will get you into the heads of that development meeting. What if we can make them pay $60 for something that they could have just modded themselves? Get them with special boxes that can be more for. It's like it's, it's it's literally like that 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 meme we see with like the Japanese businessmen. They're all sitting there on the thing, and it's just like loot boxes and Star Wars. And it goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the other one was just like, we need a new Star Wars IP. I know Battlefront Two, Battlefield Three, loot boxes. Why don't we just make a new IP and then they throw it out of the out of the conference room? Yeah, like, people like single players. Get out! <laughs> just get out. Well, the single player is going to die. You don't say that dirty word in here. <laughs> <laughs> all, all single player. I personally like single player games. Multiplayer games are single player games. I especially enjoy looking at character models in various Total War games that, you know, are in the single player campaign mode where I can really appreciate and take my time. Looking at the, the time and effort Aww. that was put <laughs> <laughs> by very talented artists, you know. And creative development team. <laughs> want to include everybody. Include everybody. Yes, let's let's <laughs> <laughs> All two of those EA, yeah, yay! Okay. I I want I want to like. You. I hate to say it, Sega's doing a better job lately. Oh, Sega's been killing it still into this year. I reckon they're gonna be doing that again. Well, yeah, it's, Samuel it's probably know that to us. Yeah, well, you know they were kind of going a bit uh, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> they're they're kind of just yeah. like look, like Sonic like pays the bills. Which lets us do other shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, we need some money. Let's, let's just make a Sanic game, and we'll just like go back to making our fun, creative stuff. Yeah. Well, they make loads of money in Japan on pachinko machines. Yep. That's like a big part of their business. Yeah. But unlike Konami, don't screw up. <laughs> they, 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 they waffled Yet. for a while. They yeah, true, true. Like, like... You can't tell me that in like the middle two thousands, like Sega was really knocking it out of the park. Like there oh, yeah, they definitely were. Yeah. Let's okay. come back though. Yeah. Well, they got. Hey, listen. They, I know. I, I. There's a great game coming out this year that I know I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. It's it, it's Football Manager 2020. 
Woo woo! <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> I have to play something while I'm editing videos. Like, I can't just sit here and walk away from it. Like, I have to do something, so I play Football Manager. So, football you don't have to defend yourself. Everyone has different tastes, I have right? Least, there, there's at least three people in this chat that do approve of my Football Manager. Remember, we do not kink shame. We just don't kink doors. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh... So yeah, so speaking of playing then, shall we get on to what we've been playing? Sure. Oh, I have a list. Oh, you Sammy! Good. <laughs> you go first, Sammy. Wait, I need to find the page. <laughs> I have a list. Oh, don't, here we go. I don't quite know where it is yet. Yeah, okay. Here we go. I found it. Um, so I very much... It's, I do the same thing with artwork. I like go between a lot of games at once. <laughs> like I won't just, I'll like get quite deep into a game and then I'm like, oh shit, I should do some more artwork. All right. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I don't really feel Spider-Man this week. I want to play something more chill. So recently I started replaying Ocarina of Time on the GameCube for the millionth time, you know, have loads of games I haven't finished, like Fallout 4. <laughs> but, you know, I'll just go play an old one again because why not? And um, I started playing Resident Evil 2 on Thursday, and that is amazing. But we couldn't save. We had, like, there's a bug. Um, so we played it on Xbox. It will let you play the game um, pretty much straight away while it's downloading, but it basically fucked our saves. So we co I couldn't save the game at all. Um, auto saves wouldn't work. And we did the whole first section as well, like two hours deep, and I was like, fuck's sake. So I've got to play that again, so I think that's what I'm going to be playing this evening. Right. Also, still haven't finished Spider-Man, but started playing Wind Waker again. And then I play <laughs> Animal Crossing all the time. <laughs> yeah. How are you finding Resident Evil apart from the uh, the save issue? I mean, is it is it looking as atmospheric as I've seen on videos? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I wouldn't watch any streams and stuff of it. Like I, I would avoid everything and just play it yourself if you can. I know it's like super expensive right now though. But yeah, because um, I think well for me, I played the demo and everything I screamed at in the demo, I still screamed at when I played the game again. Because <laughs> you know, I guess I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. It's proper. It's very much old school Resident Evil, but without the. You know, you can walk and shoot. <laughs> That's like the main difference. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I ten out of ten recommend. And that is me. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, James, you want to go next? Okay. Uh, I streamed six hours of Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh. Um. Yeah. I like. I. This game is disappointing to me. Since it like it doesn't feel like a bad game. Because the uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, nice little thing going on here. Six hundred seconds. You have to think about what you did. Uh, and uh, so like it's there's these moments where like it's like an hour of just me running around talking to people and having to look at the. I'm just like, great. And then there's like you know the stream ends with me fighting this gigantic metal metal like worm thing that pops out of the ground and is frantic combat of me dashing around trying to find cover cover and shit and i was just like this is fun like this is legitimately fun and interesting 
and then we go back to like just like static like camera angles and just bad like you know like oh we're gonna look at this conversation from like over the shoulder of Ryder and it's just not good it's just like it's it's the, the framing and the storytelling and the and like could have been done a lot better but getting through it I've got one planet at 100% viability. Uh, I apparently have to go to the snow planet next. That's the next thing. Oh, you must be very patient. Uh, I would just give up by now. I, I play football manager. Very patient, yeah. <laughs> what do you do in football manager i press the space bar what happens when you need to change a player i click and drag and then i press the space bar some more like how do you play like so do you like take control of the players no do you just watch the computer play the game it sounds quite relaxing actually it's very relaxing. you know very it's relaxing. like a wind down yeah wind down game yeah if it's you know, it's an Excel spreadsheet with like three D graphics thrown. In. <laughs> but no, I've also played Football Manager, so surprise there, everybody. I uh, played Destiny <laughs> Two, surprise there, everybody. Um, and Anthem, I was in the VIP demo last night. I played it for. Woo -woo. I played streamed it for two hours. I maybe be played about forty five minutes. Uh, between the crashes and the loading screen glitches, and. Like, just, like, finishing a mission, getting, like, kicked out of the game because it crashes, and then, like, loading back in, not getting any of the loot from the mission, going into free play, ending free play, and then getting the loot from the mission that you had before in the free pay loot? Uh... Kind of weird shit. Also, biggest problem with the game, hopefully they change it, um, you walk, in, like, the main city, the, the, the story hub... It's interesting, the voices is done work, everything's done great, I, I really appreciate that, but you walk in it, like, like, you don't, you can't, you can't, there's no sprint, there's no move fast, there's no quick travel, list. you, you walk, like, we're talking, like, uh, just cause level of movement speed when he's not using, like, a thing, like, just, like, I'm, it's like, oh god, this guy's matter is decomposing, I need to go and find him at the bar. You know, walks at a brisk pace, but just like, you know, I'm just strolling down the street like this. It's slow. Give me a sprint fe you know, feature or something. Like, it's like, you're first person and you're walking. Great. Fun. I need to hurry up and get this guy at the bar. But let's just walk. Because it's not like, urgently, <laughs> not like we urgently have to get to him or something. So, but I guess, uh, I guess it, it breaks up the, you know, because when you're in the javelin, uh, it's fast paced, quick movement. By the way, uh, tip, if you guys are going to play the game or thinking about playing the game, play it with a controller. The flight is so much better that with a controller than it is with a mouse and keyboard. Like, the first 10 minutes of me trying to learn how to fly in the javelin is me bonking in balls and shit. Yeah. Like, oh. Bonk. Just guy falls down like, oh, oh, I'm smart. But yeah, um, interesting. Uh, it's not. A, this is not a demo. This is definitely a beta. <laughs> I don't care what they say. They got some shit they gotta work out. Uh, but you know, that's it's why you do these things, right? They're stress testing servers. They're they're getting a bunch of getting hands out with a bunch of people. I'm cautiously optimistic. 
um there's a lot of pimping out of your javelin like i i could have spent like hours just like you can choose between 20 different metal color variations of like the underlayer skin value like the underlayer like rivets connecting your javelin and then you could choose the color of those metal types could be matte could be shiny could be you know this and then all the then like then your primary colors and then the colors of your like your eyes like your the, the metal part i'm like sitting there like holy fucking shit and then like then you can cosmetically buy something that makes it look different and by the way you get the cosmetic coin from like cosmetic yeah but at least like when you do a mission like you can like they go like you got the experience and then you got like 10 10 10 coins and down the so it's it's interesting i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about it uh and yeah uh videos hmm. will be coming up this week tonight of my time and answer i edited out all of the uh the loading screen hours of footage got taken <laughs> editing folks Shot fired. Editing, editing folks editing folks what did james do while he was editing football manager <laughs> and actually i did three things i was i had the the video rendering i was playing football manager and i had my headphones off watching the uh fire festival documentary documentary Fair have we said at one point I went for a dump. Took twenty minutes, still came back, still editing. Nope. nope. I have got it now so the videos render in twenty minutes. <laughs> Chris, what have you been playing, matey? Well, I've been playing me some Neverwinter Nights. Have you got quite far onto it? Or was it just uh just random sort of just quest here, quest there? Oh uh, alright, so I'm playing a circus performer who's turning into an assassin. <laughs> Sounds great. Name Dick Grayson? No. <laughs> it would be amazing to make the <laughs> Dick Grayson. But no. They're uh they're a mute. And they finally spoke. Someone was uh was caught basically trying to like enslave people and Turn them into living dolls, and uh, some 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 of this person's friends were not too happy. My character's shit, by the way, so they don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that that happened. That was a thing, and uh, they uh, they walked up to them and just said. Don't you ever show your face around here again. <laughs> Mind you, this is the core hub that you need to go to to get anywhere in the game. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. She doesn't speak, ever. And thus, when, so when he eventually goes, Yeah, she threatened me! Everyone's gonna be like, Uh, no... Is is brilliant. Is good. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. Cool. Nothing else. Uh, buckle up, then, kids. <laughs> My turn. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the whole list on I put on the the podcast flow because some of it was just there to maybe do one, yeah, you 
get a trophy under, the, under my belt because I'm still trying to keep Gio at bay on this one. As he's in the chat. Hello, Gio. <laughs> but um, what it, I did complete Fable 3 this week, which oh, the percentage I saved civilians from was 100%. Oh, well done. Because I, I decided the week before to just money grind and get back all the money I lost being good to people and keeping my promises, even though a lot of the time they hated me because I put their rent up and put certain prices up. It's like, what do you want me to do? It's, do you want your life saved? Or do you want to pay me a bit, you know, just have cheap rent until you're killed? Your choice here. And well, I got the money, enough of it. I, I put the rent back down. So I wasn't a complete shit at the but I'm glad for that. I'm glad of how it went. Um, also, what else did I? What else did I play? Big time. Oh, Mass Effect Two. We have to talk about this now. In Mass Effect Two, I'm getting, getting towards the latter half of the game. You know, it's, it's, it's getting towards the crescendo of it, and there is a mission in there where a is it Solarian? Said James. Sorry. I'm talking to Asari. So in Asari, um, that's hunting down her daughter, who kills her victims by sort of melding their souls to her, but by the way, you know, burning their brain out uh, by, when she's mating with them. So essentially, <laughs> I... The bang of your life. <laughs> <laughs> the best bang of your life. <laughs> what way to go. Um, so she asked Shepard for help. That <laughs> bit right there. So <laughs> you basically become bait for a sex alien. And Michael, Michael Patterson, who's in the chat with us at the moment, thought that's a great idea for a T-shirt. And I, I have to agree with him. So I'm going to have to talk to Bean, our resident artist for Tig Whippy, it seems, to put my face sort of like that. In a shabby bit, <laughs> so we can have some more merchandise. But it's, I, I still love the stuff in, in Mass Effect 2 with, with some of the missions. Like, I've also got the, the, the insults, like dad, daddy bags. I never heard that the first time I played it. <laughs> it's been the second time we never insulted that way. So, and punching people more. Play, playing with a shit. Yeah, so, yeah Renegade Shepherd. Fun. Told you, <laughs> I've told you the story on how I played my shepherd. Yep. Uh, I can tell you that uh, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Everybody died. <laughs> no, because first first shepherd was like paragon. That's like one shepherd was paragon. He was virtuous. He was like going down the relationship with path with Ashley. Then Ashley died in the mission, and it really affected him. Like. Part two, he started like was like half and half, okay, not okay, and then like by the end of it, like everybody dies in the rescue mission except for him and Joker. So by Mass Effect three, he's just total renegade. He's just like I fucking told you, here are the Reapers. Now I gotta fucking pull all of our asses out of the fire. Gonna can do it, and he was just just a freaking just murdered everything. Didn't give a shit anymore. It's just like I'm gonna get this done whether you help me or not. So you just move or get out of my fucking way. Let me do my job. <laughs> It's just something else to be reminded of when playing um, Fable. Now, when when you're the king in this part, 
or are you preparing for this oncoming war from the darkness coming into to your land? You have to make decisions. Okay? You know, you keep your promises or not to change your mind to keep your money in the treasury. One of them was either make an orphanage of this place or turn it into a brothel. Oh, yeah, sack them. Then I go in there and bang all the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> See, the vast majority of the, of, of the chat on Sunday wanted me to do that. And believe me, it was a difficult choice to make because it's like 0.2 million profit <laughs> minus 200,000. <000. laughs> it's like, keep the promise, keep the promise, uh, keep the promise. And then it's the just, course. you know, or just go with the brothel and it's like, ah, uh, I have to keep the promise. Uh, okay. Right. Sorry, I just interrupted. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's why I decided to keep the keep my promise and be the be the nice person and you know decide to go with the orphanage, which people hate me for. But at the end of the day, I save people, so we could probably make a brothel somewhere else, you know. And uh, the other big thing I'm going to talk about, because say, the other stuff I, uh, on my list here was just stuff to try and, you know, either go for a cheap and, cheap and nasty platinum for the slide, or, you know, start to do stuff with, um, to try and keep Geo at bay with his trophies, because he's catching me now. He's down to, like, 63 behind, which he, he's going to pass me for too long. Um... More Red Dead Redemption, complete chapter three. Really starting to like that story now. There are really cool bits in there. And you can sort of see Arthur sort of him way down mm. in there, you know? Um, yeah, so the other, the, the other bit, and I'm not sure whether Will Sweetlands is still in chat. If he is, this is the part you were looking for. Uh, the Grand Tour game. So it's it is based around the challenges of you know of the series. It's mostly going to be series three though, and they have included the first episodes one and two. Now, plus side to this, the second episode that came out that did come out a day later than they originally planned. It looks very nice. They they have done a great job graphically on this. Handling-wise, the cars handle like a bag of shit. I I really have trouble with the cars because if you know you, the, the episode three, the, the the cars went one way. It's either you're traveling at speed and can't move them, or you're really at low speed and they just almost spin in a way. You know, the, the, there's a lot of oversteer in this, and it it just helps to ruin the experience for me and i want to like this because you know this time the episode they released today was based on the columbia episodes where you have to go across a really sort of narrow bridge i mean really, really narrow bridge yeah, that's but you know um hammond was shitting himself really going over because he decided to get a monster truck for this <laughs> challenge I like the fact that they put the the um, sounds in, but even the sounds of um, Hammond, Clarks, and May when you're driving just sound muted and dull. They sound really low. Mm. And like what? 
What is this? So, I want to like it. I haven't completed it because of Sonic, so they haven't released all the episodes yet. They're releasing them in conjunction with the TV series. But so far, I will play it to complete it. Platinum should be easy, but getting the gold on some of these challenges is just going to be a pain in the ass. And I mean a real pain in the ass. So, I'm kind of, it's mediocre at best for me. And that's at best. And that's pretty much what I've been playing. Yeah, pretty much all I've been playing. I mean, I could mention Zero Time Dilemma, which at first I wasn't sure what that was. And then the more I started playing it, I thought, hang on, Fem Fox has played this before on stream. It's kind of like a, a novella adventure. Um, but you have to go through different fragments of this because I thought I completed it really quickly because they went, if you guess the right one here, it will, will release you, let you out. And I thought, great, this is the start of it. Made the correct choice, let me out, game complete. I'm like, uh, wait, what? Credits are rolling now? And then it goes into different, different fraction, you know, bits of the game. And so you have to, you start going through it differently. And so where the, where the actual story branches off in different areas. I'm playing a bit more of that. That's all I've been playing. Uh, time for shout-outs? Time for shout-outs. Time for shout-outs. Uh, I, I wanted to, I've got two, two big ones apart from chat. And also we've got to talk about um, Game Blast as well. But two big shout-outs. One is to J-Dub, who this week was playing, doing more speedruns of Sonic 3, and he beat his personal best by a minute and eight seconds. So he's getting close to that one and a half hours. To the complete game, which is amazing, and also to Sammy, because I didn't really say this much when you when you when you tweeted out about this. But congratulations on getting engaged. Oh, thank you. only took seven and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Some things take time, you know, to they blossom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, lad. That's so sweet of you. Oh. <laughs> and so Game Blast. Game Blast 2019 is next month, the 22nd to the 24th of February. Thank you very much, James, for putting the link in the chat at the moment. If you want to go donate now, please do. It's going to be three of us. I'm going to be on Friday. James is going to be on Saturday. Chris is going to be on Sunday. We're doing eight hours again. So we're going to since the 24th. And I've been given an idea for a stretch goal, which I'm going to put on there. Now, this is John Bob's idea, who tweeted this last week. He's saying that I should play a certain game. He wants to see me stream a certain game. And I looked at it and went, okay, well, if we do the stretch goal of £3,000, let us beat our extra life total in pounds, okay? If we beat that, I will buy and I will play a game that I consider really shit. Uh, that Jim Sterling has a clip on that, that when they go, Jim Sterling, yeah, fucking prick, is in the game. And it's it's a game I don't want to play. But if we beat the stretch goal, I will talk to myself or you guys for this. And the game in question is Seducer 2. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely watch that. <laughs> 
So yeah, so get us to three thousand in terms of uh, money raised during up to and during Game Blast, and I'll do it. All right, I'll double down with you, Will. They hit the mm -hmm. three thousand. I will play Fortnite. Wow. Because <laughs> we, we all, get your views. It's, 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 not, it's not like I didn't rage delete it in front of the entire stream when I finished that one hour of extra. Life. Do you want me to team up with you, Junos? Do you? Would it be more entertaining? Is Probably. Question. Would would people enjoy seeing me and you play together? Or do they enjoy me just getting uberly frustrated and angry as I solo queue up for the horror this that I absolutely abhor and hate? <laughs> but I, but I, I keep putting myself through for charity. Because fucking charity. Do you want us to see James himself do that if you get £3,000? And it's two hours. In two hours, I'm doubling down. Last time it was only one hour. This time it'll be two hours. Before. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that hate. Let the heat flow. Take your weapon, Skywalker, and strike me down. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> see, with me, it's not much suffering because I do, I do. Uh, like battle royales, okay, you know, in certain games. I mean, I have played Fortnite, and I have, you know, I, I do play PUBG because I played it yesterday with other. Um, but yeah, if you want to see, you know, me play Super Seducer two, and see me join up with with James for Fortnite, what he fucking hates. I mean, he hates it with a fucking passion, I, and it's, it's 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 very real. The hate on the. It, it's posted on the internet. <laughs> oh, it is. This is big time. Um, so yeah, so three thousand pounds. There we go. The total amount for us for that. So, Chris, do you have any shoutouts? Uh, just my my never winter friendos when they listen to this if they listen to this. Thank you for hanging out. It's good. It's having a good time. We're doing things. We're playing game. And yeah. And of course, last but not least, Sammy, do you have any shout outs? Do you want to pimp where they can find you, get in contact with you? You have a football manager? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just you guys. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. It really is. Yeah. You're fun to be on with. <laughs> so we thank you. Please come again. Please I will. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> please come back. <laughs> <laughs> back. We've all left. Let's see if we have friends. All right. So We're desperate here. This isn't. We we can see your desktop. This is this is this is me of my desktop. Certain thing. Epic Games. I know what this is. This is the moment that James uninstalled. Uninstalled. Got rid of Fortnite on his PC. 
he was so so wound up for it because he had the heart monitor on Goodbye. this during that extra life. And it was like Off about my computer now. twenty-five for a minute. <laughs> Done. That was, that, that, that was the moment you just went fuck this. <laughs> that that was the moment. I just I I had to for posterity of the internet. Everybody had to see the fact that I I I. To the second, played only up to the maximum amount of time I had to. <laughs> you, you hate it as much as you hate Uno? It's it's close. Trust me, at, at one point, I think this week, uh, the Fortnite special was the most watched video, and then Reese playing Uno was the second most watched video on our YouTube channel, <laughs> and I nearly flipped shit. <laughs> How about if we, we do a double stretch? Go. No, I'm not playing Uno. <laughs> not even for five rat, five not, even, not even for fucking charity. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that, Uno will be the end of Tig Whippies. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the last episode of Tig Whippies, James. Like, when when we want this there. thing to end, we'll play Uno. Because I will end it. <laughs> It'll be media blackout. It all goes away. Everything will disappear. You can play Uno on your stream. That is perfectly fine. I no. I will not play Uno. I, never. No. 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 Not even for charity. I I love doing our charity things. I love helping out kids. But fuck that game. Just straight up. Fuck that game. Fair play. That's all right. That's all right. We're, we're all friends here, James. <laughs> take a moment. If you could tell me, James, if you play this game of Uno, we will reverse Brexit and undo the presidential election, and I still would have to think hard about my hate and rage <laughs> for this game. <laughs> like it, it, it is, it is that level of just I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. That's that's the show, everybody. Before, that's fair. before I explode, <laughs> I, just, I can't. I can't. can't. I can't. I can't. I gotta. I, I need to go break now because fucking Uno. I'm having. I'm having my nom flashbacks. He can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. can't. He just can't. He just can't. can't. Ladies and gentlemen, he just can't. can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm I'm stuck in a loop. Can he? No. Needs needs control alt delete needs reboot. Hey, and process. Yeah, so there's no there's no background <laughs> that we need to like follow or host or anything like that. So this has been the game will play itself and I I just I just I can't. <laughs> the grid. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. <laughs>